0: Glenn Miller, one of Toots' favorite songs of all time. It's one
3: of the only songs that our band in high school could actually squeak out and <laughs> could recognize.
2: It's his birthday today. Really?
3: This and baby oh, really?
0: Walk. It's Glenn Miller's birthday today.
2: <laughs> nope, he would have been 112.
0: 112 years old.
3: I love
2: Miller.
0: They never Miller. did find his body, did they?
2: Nope, somewhere in the English Channel.
3: What?
0: Somewhere in the English Channel. Yeah, his plane crashed in the English Channel and they never found the plane or his body.
3: I didn't what? know that. I knew his plane crashed he was but only I didn't 40. know that they didn't find that sad.
0: He was only 40 years That's old. Something. Very, very sad.
3: Maybe he's living tax-free in South America. At
0: 112, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I like Although it. Although he could still be
4: alive.
5: Uh, I think that would make him the oldest man ever.
0: 112? It'd if anybody's
4: going to do it. women have lived... Glenn could <laughs> be.
0: Glenn uh, the oldest woman I believe was 116,
5: 122,
3: 122, 122. Hey, oh, was she five inches tall by then? I mean, I
5: assume so. Yes, Jean Clément. Oh, Jean Clément from yeah, from France, right?
3: I just—it's always European. No, so
5: she was from uh, she was from China.
3: Jean Clément?
5: No, she was French.
6: Oh, <laughs> Why do I Snap. Not put up with this?
5: Wow, she looked not great. But 122, you can't expect much.
0: It's kind of negative.
3: Well, that's not very nice.
5: Well, I mean, you know, I don't know if I'd want to live to be 122 is what I'm no saying. I have no
3: interest <laughs> in it.
5: If it's, yeah, if it's like, you know, you can barely even walk anymore. All the
3: maladies that you're going to have. Yeah. And what doesn't hurt. It's no, a
5: lot no, different no. if you're still, I mean, like here at 117, <clears> it looks like she has a walker here. So, you know, she can still walk at that time. Yeah. John, come on. Calma. Uh, there's a Jean Calment diet, did you know that?
3: Really? Let's it's, hear uh, it. I
5: think she said she ate a pound of chocolate a week. I think oh, that's right. I
3: love
4: her. She this ate is a, a lot of chocolate, I know that much. By my own heart. That I can relate to. <laughs> and uh, I misspoke,
2: because uh, Glenn Miller turns, or would have turned 114 today, not 112. 114.
5: Oh, 114, no. okay. Get your uh, facts straight. Uh, I know. Yeah, then ah. he could be alive, the oldest man, 116, so...
0: See? There. Right there. He would not have been the oldest man ever. Don't he could have still be alive. Chocolate. How fact,
3: many Valentine's boxes is that?
5: In fact, there was a man from the United States who died in 1998.
6: He was 115. See? Oh. It's
5: Gian Mortensen.
0: What is it with all these uh, Frenchies? West, uh, Western European people? What is Raka chocolate? R A A K A. What is that?
3: R A R
0: A A K A Rocka Chocolate. I don't have no idea. Oh, have no it's idea. A brand. She looked fine. What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm looking at Jean I'm right sorry.
3: now. I think she looks. She ha- has all her hair. Yep. She yeah, she's not really. have her teeth, she looks but at 120. Teeth, yeah. f- Whatever.
5: 122. Yeah, the teeth. Uh,
3: After 110, I'm surprised she's got.
5: <laughs> not designed to last that long, <laughs> I don't think. There's a Rock
0: of Chocolate newsletter that just popped up on my screen.
3: Oh, I think we had
4: about
6: like a buy.
0: chocolate.
5: Child. Is it in out. Brooklyn.
3: I want chocolate.
5: It's in Brooklyn. Smoked chai. That sounds horrible.
0: I'm
3: Delicious. Are kind. you that's, kidding? That's me? all new fancy stuff. Chai but, uh, chocolate though. Yum. Oh. Yeah.
0: What do you? Andy, you were you- off by this on this. By the way, what? How much chocolate do you consume in a week, a single bar, two, perhaps just a little nibbles here and there? What about two whole pounds? Two pounds a week. <laughs> By her own estimations, Madame Jean-Louise Calman, the oldest person who ever lived enjoyed an incredible 2.2 pounds a kilo of chocolate a week.
4: So did she survive on chocolate uh, then?
0: Well that would that would be what about 35 a, 36 ounces of chocolate a
5: week. That's oh a lot. Is that? Yeah. Well let's let's just assume it was just like straight up milk chocolate. Let's see here. Oh oh. <laughs> I'm going to change my lifestyle
0: to be just like jean Louise Calman. Along with chocolate, Madame Calman enjoyed copious amounts of olive oil, port wine. A
3: bit of port wine. Port
0: wine it says. I don't see the bit. <laughs> fencing and riding her bike. She was fencing at 122. (laughs) Well,
5: I don't know about 122. (laughs) A kilo of chocolate would be 5,300 calories. So that's doable in a week. Well, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's about 800 800 calories a day. Yeah, really. I might, (laughs) actually.
0: I think she looked really good. Had a big, great smile on her face at 122 years old, so...
3: Once you got to live in a small town on the coast of the Mediterranean in France, uh, that could help.
0: Roca chocolate is called, it's virgin chocolate. What does that mean?
3: Like With No cacao? sugar
0: added or anything?
3: Like those nibs or something? Yeah. Cacao nibs, which don't taste very good.
0: They don't, though they don't? I don't like them. But Let's see here.
5: Some people here. probably think they're great. Yeah, How very we make. How? <laughs> it's Holy unroasted.
6: Unroasted. Chocolate's
0: roasted chocolate. Well, I suppose it Most would be, uh,
5: chocolate is, yeah, they roast the beans and then, you know, make chocolate out of it.
3: Maybe this is the secret to youth. The fountain of youth. We've just found it.
0: There
5: you go. Non- Not
3: chocolate.
5: Non-roasted chocolate.
6: Yes.
0: By the way, the world's maybe. oldest person alive today is Violet Brown. She's 117 years old. Holy God. Where, Where does she live? She lives in Jamaica.
3: See? Islands. Sea
0: islands france is well not i mean island. she's on
3: the mediterranean sea <laughs> what she said she was in on the mediterranean and
0: you're making it up as That's you go what along the story said you're making it up see now Being because i brought that sea. story up i have jean calment staring at me the rest of the day <laughs> there she is looking at me going tom you suck she is not. <laughs> she's not
3: hopefully she was nice
0: can you imagine me? She was a jerk for 122
3: years. <laughs> she made her family cry daily.
0: She was mean to people Everybody, every day for 122 she years. She rode her
3: bike into the village. They all ran.
0: I love that so much. That's that's wonderful.
3: <laughs> here she comes.
0: <laughs> oh, God, it's here again. When is, is she ever going to die? She picked on me
6: again today. That
0: would be fantastic. Everybody hates hated her oh that would be a great tv bit they should do that on saturday night live
3: that would be funny what if
0: jean Louise calmant was a total jerk jerk
3: jerk she was a jerk.
0: jerk she was a jerk i tell you i tell you she was a complete jerk yeah you know ever since we talked to katie daryl about Access TV, which is owned by Mark Cuban. His face keeps popping up on my screen now. Mark Cuban is the face of the Mavericks, and now he is the face of their shame.
3: Oh, well. I think somehow he'll survive this. What are you going to do?
5: The oldest living person, Nabi Tajima, has currently 160 descendants.
0: I thought they said the oldest living person was 117. She is. Violet Brown is her name.
5: Um... Lip, no. Oh, she just died in September Who did? Violet Brown
0: Oh, poor Violet's dead. No
5: more Violet, but Refresh. yeah, 160 So that would be like Refresh. children She has That's children, nice. grandchildren Great-grandchildren Great-great-grandchildren And great-great-great-grandchildren oh, Imagine God. trying to like remember all of those
3: Imagine her <laughs> birthday card, card
5: Yeah, there's just no way just
3: how much she has to
4: spend on birthday cards I feel like once you, you hit know, 100, you done... just shouldn't have to write cards to anybody for anything anymore
0: i would agree with that completely that would that would make complete yeah. sense to me you just don't you don't have to do anything at and, any time yeah and everything
4: yeah. should be free you get a pass i like how yeah, for everything
5: all of these people who live to be a billion years old that uh, everyone always asks them you know what's well, your secret obviously and basically every time they just say they eat whatever the hell they want
0: they do all these old people. They they do whatever they want and they eat whatever they <laughs> want. What is that all old about?
6: People.
5: Like the, that uh, the uh, well, United States guy, um, he said that one of his his advice was uh, cigars. <laughs> so he smokes cigars all the time. See? <laughs> well, you don't um, live to be yeah, that nobbies. It was uh, delicious food, and then John Comend obviously the uh, kilo of chocolate a week. So.
4: You don't live There's to more be a hundred or more without perfect genetics to make you... Yeah, yeah that that's, that's
5: more credence to the fact that it's all genetics.
0: It is genetics, which means that I'm going to live to be about a hundred because... Minnie and Toots. Minnie lived to be 83, and Toots lived to be almost 88. There
5: are some pretty good genetics. Your dad lived a a long time, given his lifestyle.
0: Oh, God, yeah. He lived to be,
5: uh, what, 63? I mean, yeah, even with great genetics, there's only so much you can do. It's like um, Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy's going to collapse one of these days after the just sheer amount of drugs he's done. But without the ability to, you know, the fact that his genetics are so good... Most people, after all that he's done, would be dead.
4: Yes. Mm. I think
5: that's probably true.
3: His son has MS. I think that
4: is
5: true.
0: Who has
3: MS? Ozzy Osbourne's son. His Jack? Son? Yep. Isn't his name Jack? Yep. Oh, Jack God, Osbourne. I, yeah, I remember watching MS. that show. Oh,
5: yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember
3: the Osbournes? The
5: Osbournes, yeah.
3: Absolutely. That was, Ozzy was sh- so. Ozzy upset about, about that the land, show. Acting like a lunatic.
5: Yeah. And that was uh, 15 years ago. Yeah. Why were you upset about that show?
3: Oh, because Sharon would say F you to her kids, and they would say it back to her. They
5: were all horrible
0: people. They were all
3: mean to each other. They were very dismayed. And then
5: Ozzy was like barely could even, he didn't even know what was going on half the time.
3: And we constantly called Tom Ozzy.
6: (laughs) On his
5: 13th birthday, Osborne, let's see, he got drunk on whiskey. By the time he was 14, he was drinking regularly and started smoking weed. Yeah, so that'll uh, that'll get you some MS.
4: Well, MS isn't. This is oh, Jack. Jack. Isn't oh. that genetic, though?
5: They don't really know. Yeah, but MS is one of those things where it's like,
4: oh, I don't know. Your nerves are just bad.
5: Yeah, but there is, even in cases like that, which there's a lot of things where we don't really know why it happens. Right. There are, uh, there are things you can do to, you know, make it less likely and not... Constantly drinking and smoking is definitely one of them.
0: Works for what me. Some advice, no. by the way, uh, for everybody. Joe from Louisville said that uh, Keith Richards is immortal uh, because of all the things
3: he's done. That's true. Are you
5: giving oh, yeah, Him too. Wasn't he?
3: He's probably just pickled.
5: Wasn't he on heroin or something? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything. Absolutely. Well, technically, if you don't overdose on heroin, it's not bad for you if you can handle it. Really? It's just most people can't handle it. Heroin. Yep. They think that, well, the problem with heroin is just that it's addictive. (laughs)
3: So many things.
5: Other than that, though, everything is good. But, yeah, basically, you know, if you do it constantly, you're pretty quickly not going to feel anything without upping the dosage. And that's where the problems, you know, Uh, get in. And also the fact that you can't stop doing it.
0: So you have to take more and more and more and more as time goes by.
2: (laughs) Yep. Well, speaking of kids. That is a huge problem. Did you see what he said about uh, Mick?
0: That he should get a vasectomy?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's 75 well, years old?
3: Yeah, uh, probably a good idea. Yeah. yeah. That's so...
0: Ugh. What is Mick now? 74, 75? 74. Somewhere in there. Yeah. He's 74,
3: okay. He's going to be 85 when the kid's 10.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I know.
0: Well. Uh, I mean,
3: that's so... Ugh. It's a shame. Yeah, it really is.
0: But And the kid will be bigger than him when the kid's like four. <laughs> Uh, he got, Tim Palenti told me he stood next to, to uh, Mick Jagger and at uh, some temple in India or something. They happened to be there at the same time. Weird. And Palency, who's like what is he, but six one, six two, something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's pretty tall. Six one, six two. He said, Tom, it was amazing. Mick Jagger's girlfriend's about a foot and a half taller than he is.
3: He always <laughs> dated tall women. <laughs> Well, remember, Jerry Hall was really tall.
0: Had really bad breath. I do can't remember
3: that. all of. I mean, he's had so many wives and girlfriends. I can't even. But they, I think, most of them were. He tall.
5: has had nine wives. Nine <laughs> wives. Only
3: nine. Yikes!
5: <laughs> nine wives. How are you getting along with them these days, kid? Most of them were nullified, which you know, gee, I wonder why. Well, yeah, none of them.
3: Right. La- well, okay, so. The-, the
5: longest lasting one was nine years. No, no. Uh, Loren Scott lived. Uh, well. Lived, I, yeah
2: uh,
6: and then she took herself years. out I don't even, did, did, did she, she? Yeah, yeah she
5: committed suicide yes is. it was like two yes, years ago she committed did. suicide
0: well how long was he with Bianca Bianca uh oh,
5: yeah Bianca I forgot
3: about her
5: seven years that's it Mm mm-hmm. mhm well, I didn't even realize that, was, that
3: how about Jerry Hall
5: Jerry Hall nine years that one was annulled after nine years <laughs>
3: Annulled. I don't
5: even know how that happens <laughs> 9 years you get an
0: annulment Okay
3: what kind of pope would annul a, nu- a marriage to yeah. a rock star
5: Well there's that too Maybe they like never they, they got married and then, then just never uh, lived together or anything uh, I, I think that
3: maybe it's just she's catholic or something She is well, Ma- but still, maybe why after else would you annul years? it
0: No that's true
5: Yeah because in the catholic faith an annulment isn't a bad thing right. like a divorce right. is. Right. right, exactly. Because an annulment's basically like, you know.
3: It never happened.
5: Yeah. It's, like it never happened. It's not your fault that it, uh, something went wrong, whereas a divorce is seen as like a, uh, a failing of, you know, you could have done something, I guess.
0: I actually met Jerry Hall one time, and as I just said, she had horrible breath. Well, no one happens to everybody. No, no, excuse for it.
6: Every
4: once no in a while, whatsoever. like Dan? The whole time I'm, I'm pregnant just... has terrible breath.
0: Dan does.
4: It, it's not Why his, is like that? he has. It's nothing that he does. It's like my pregnancy. <laughs> but Like if he comes near me after he's eaten certain things, I'm like, you need to step thirty feet away from me immediately. <laughs> and it's the whole Probably time I'm pregnant. Idea. Both times, I'm like, sorry, I love you. Get away from me.
0: probably not a bad idea (laughs) yeah that's all true we'll be back Tom Bernard show Tom Bernard here and here with me is the CEO of North American banking company Michael Bilski. tell me Michael I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up
7: North Minneapolis they were specifically looking for a community bank that's right Tommy prestige products they had been with another community bank but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank The owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals Makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business.
0: Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. So, you can marry ten people? Is that why you're waiting on a friend?
6: <laughs>
0: He's been married nine
5: times?
0: Oh my god.
3: Well, the weird
5: thing is. That's he, too many two times. of them are listed as marriages. Um, oh, maybe
3: they were like common law ones? But
5: the rest of them were listed as espoused. He espoused them. What the hell? Isn't
0: that
3: marriage?
5: To me, that says marriage, but uh, they're in like a different category somehow. Them. I espoused them. Maybe it's. Maybe it like. That means it wasn't a well, Christian it, ceremony.
3: I, I think, according to the government, if you have lived with somebody for seven years, then you're technically married, and you have uh-huh. to like pay. And,
5: unless there was like a he was living with most of them five at a time. That's not what happened. That's
3: uh, Mick Jagger. Yes. Might have happened because yeah, most of
5: these lasted three years at tops. Who does he really? think he is? Yes. Chris
2: Martin and uh, whatever her face is with that stupid BS. Oh, yeah. Conscious uncoupling
7: or whatever. Uh, yes. Conscious Gwen, uncoupling. Gwen Come Paul. on. Oh, Paul Paul Trey. Trey. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: The conscious uncoupling. And what, did, what else did they say? They said some other stupid thing in that statement as well. <laughs> it was about how we. they don't hate each other. They try to make the point that they didn't hate one another.
5: <laughs> there we go. 2014 people.com. They've got the scoop.
6: <laughs> They've got the scoop. Consciously uncoupling.
3: <laughs> yeah, they and have, the they mm-hmm. have the scoop, man.
6: <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, she's prone to saying weird things. No. I it- like her, but she's weird.
0: Oh, God. Isn't she the one, though, that's aren't you supposed to, for best health, you shove stuff up your butt or something? <laughs>
3: Uh, she a fan of the colonics? Oh yeah, like she likes colonics. A lot mm-hmm. of a lot of like colonics. A lot of hippie ish. people do colonics.
5: They were big in like the seventies, eighties. Still do them. I think they've been proven to not really do anything at this point, though.
0: Who is it? You were? We were just talking about uh, maybe a month ago. That actually had "exit" tattooed above his anus. What? (laughs) That actually. I must have blocked
3: that mentally because I have no recollection of. Somebody
0: famous had the word "exit" tattooed uh above their butt.
3: And had to tell everybody about that. No, it
0: came out because I think a nurse ratted him out because he was in for an exam, and I think a nurse ratted him out to the press or
3: something. Nice professional (laughs) medical staff. I'm going to be dealing
4: with a lot Uh, of poop the next few days. Poop and pee. Why?
5: Oh, you're training.
4: Body
3: training. Potty training.
4: Why
5: can't kids, I mean, like, cats and dogs can figure it out. Come on. It's not that hard. Well, she can
3: figure it out, but, but you have to potty
4: train a Dog and a cat. Yeah,
5: not a cat. Do. Yeah,
3: you
4: know,
5: cats really don't. pretty much figure it out by themselves, which yeah, is kind of strange. It's instinctual
3: for them to bury their stuff. I yeah. don't know yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that cats. makes it easy. It'd be a nice instinct for babies. Yeah, <laughs>
5: it really would. That's one of those things I don't get. Is you cannot potty train a monkey. It's impossible, or an ape.
4: Really? Or a parrot.
0: And
5: you'd think that you know they're the most intelligent animal other than humans. So, but they can't figure out that one simple thing. It's very strange. Yeah, they
4: can like do do math, math, but not poop in a toilet.
5: Yeah, (laughs) and people have trained cats to go like to the toilet. I know, like a literal toilet. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I know. And yeah, but you can't teach a monkey. I don't know. It's very strange.
4: Hopefully, Fawn's
3: smarter (laughs) than a monkey, and (laughs) she
4: can figure
3: it out. So this is just—it's supposed to be done in three days. You start it and finish it in three days. No,
5: that's quick. I was going to say that sounds. Wait, didn't you?
3: I did something called it was a, <laughs> did it was we self
5: domesticate No, it
3: was a book and it was called potty training in less than a day and you gave your kids super salty snacks and you stayed home for <laughs> for a day and you did nothing but you know like give them salty snacks, give them lots to drink so they had to pee a lot and oh. then you gave them rewards for going in the potty and it worked. I'm here to tell you. Oh, that's nice. That's very similar. I thought to it was what? like
5: a month long thing
3: it depends no. on the kid well, um well i mean there was like slip ups from time to time
4: and that's very similar I to what we're those.
3: doing yeah
4: that's similar to what we're doing but we there's no reward for getting it like going to the bathroom in the toilet I'm sorry
3: bribery is the only arrow in your quiver because it's what <laughs> well
4: we don't <laughs> use <laughs> we don't use like anything like what would i bribe her i don't know it's like i'm not gonna salty give her salty snacks I'm not going <laughs> to give her jelly beans. But um, tell her
0: I'll never talk to her again she, if she poops her
5: pants.
3: Give her Perfect Bar. She loves those. She does love Perfect Bar.
5: Bar. Popcorn. Bar. bar. Popcorn bar. or bubble water. Popcorn. 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 Or, or, bubble. Yeah.
3: Bubble? Bubble?
4: Bubble water. She, yeah. <laughs> bubble? She does. <laughs> like a, bubble? She likes all of those things. <laughs> Peacock?
0: Peacock? She loves
4: it. <laughs> Peacock?
0: See, there you go.
4: Yeah. No, but this... There you go. The book that I'm... Like base the whatever. Why can't I think of the word? Training. I know, but like the specific type of training. That word. Potty. Yeah. Specific type of training. (laughs) The word is potty. That's what I'm looking for. No. (laughs) Technique. There we go. That I'm Ah. using. She's like, you shouldn't have to reward your child for doing something that's basic human behavior. God.
3: That's hilarious. Yeah. I, no, I okay. have heard.
4: No, I've heard that this book is like the end all, be all, amazing, best thing ever for potty training in the history okay. of the universe. What is it? Everyone poops. So we'll see. No, that's not a potty training book, but that is about poop. Fon would like that because she likes to talk about poop. <laughs> it's actually called "Oh Crap Potty Training."
0: Oh, that's nice. So that she, works out really, really so well. So she's
4: going to be running around tomorrow naked all day. And when she starts going to the bathroom, I have to bring her to the toilet and say, you know, it goes in here. And then once she gets that down, we can put clothes on her. But then we're basically going to be quarantined to the house all weekend, depending on how quickly she gets it. And then you go on like longer and longer outings with them and have them go to the bathroom and public toilets and stuff like that. So they get used to that. So, yeah, that's my life. Now you're
0: talking. So why is it that you and Andy had to be bribed?
3: because you I guys just always used bribery because that was what was effective for my children
0: <laughs> does this sound familiar alex ballerinas don't wear diapers
4: yep yep that's not bribery ah! that's not bribery though that's just stating a fact
3: no bribery... i gave you dance lessons <laughs> it's stating a fact. because you didn't have diapers well no
4: but bribery she means like <laughs> she means in the book like don't use bribery and rewards and stuff like, oh, if you go pee in the potty, I'll give you three jelly beans. And then when they pee, you get three jelly beans. Oh. Like that kind of thing.
3: Okay. Like that. Yeah. he wanted you... a bubble sax. That
5: Thank was to get <laughs> rid of my pacifier.
3: Oh, that was the pacifier. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
5: Bubble sax.
0: Bubble yeah. sax.
3: <laughs> I want a golden saxophone, he said. <laughs> what would it take for you to get rid of your pacifier? A golden <laughs> saxophone. <laughs> like a golden
0: well, all, saxophone whatever works <laughs> look at all all the listeners look at, look at what they're learning today on a very valuable show look at all that they're learning there's no question about it uh, I want to talk about productive people and busy people because they are different
5: oh no, they're very different yeah. very different
0: people 11 differences between busy people and productive people you want me to do productive people so I'm going to do them one at a time but do you want me to mention the productive or the busy first
3: Let's do productive.
0: Okay, we'll do productive first. Productive people have a mission for their lives. Busy people want to look like they have a mission for their lives. That sounds like me. Productive people have few priorities. Busy people have many priorities. Productive people say yes slowly. Busy people say yes quickly. Productive people focus on clarity before action. Busy people focus on action. Productive people close doors. Busy people keep all doors open. Productive people let their results do the talking. Busy people talk about how busy they are. Productive people make time for what is important. Busy people talk about how little time they have. Productive people focus. Busy people multitask. Productive people take their time. Busy people respond quickly to emails. Productive people want others to be effective. Busy people want other people to be busy. And finally, productive people are making those changes. Busy people talk about how they will change. Do
3: you agree find all with, this to be true? Yeah, I agree with most of it.
0: So is that the problem that I that I have? Because I'm either a productive person or a busy person, and that's why some people annoy me working with them.
5: Most people think that if they're doing something even if it's not productive then that's just good enough
0: that's good they just
5: they come into the office and then they just sit there for eight hours that means they're working
0: i mean it drives me crazy it it drives me nuts that yes i'll do that and then they never do it
5: yeah that's the other thing
0: so a productive person actually does what they say they're going to do whereas a busy person doesn't they just say they're going to do it and then they never do it right
4: because they're so busy Mm
0: Oh, my God, it drives me insane. It just, yes, I'll get that done, absolutely. Three days later, did you do it? Oh, uh, no, I haven't done that yet. What?
3: I'm too busy. Oh, God.
0: It drives me insane.
3: Could it be that um, busy people also refuse to turn off a light?
0: Possibly. <laughs> Boy, look at Catherine. Working the humor <laughs> angle. Take three people. All are unmarried, 33-year-old women who live in the United States. One makes an annual salary of $40,000, another makes $120,000, and the third makes $200,000. Who do you think is the happiest? This is a real story, by the way. Uh, the middle one? From Quartz Media. So you're saying the one who makes one hundred twenty grand a year is the happiest?
5: hmm
0: Does everybody else agree with that? I'll go the no lowest. perhaps. Prob- You'll go $40,000. Because
5: it sounds like a trick
0: question. (laughs) Yeah, it does sound like a trick question.
4: I have no idea. I don't know.
5: Okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, According to a recently released study, Paywall, in the burgeoning field of happiness research, the two higher-earning women are likely to report more satisfaction with their lives than the one who makes $40,000. But perhaps surprisingly, the psychologist who conducted the study find that the one making $200,000 is probably no happier than the one making $120,000. This is because both the $120,000 and the $200,000 women have incomes above $105,000, which, according to their research, is the point at which greater household income in the United States is not associated with greater happiness. The technical term for this cutoff is, is the income satiation point. The study is based on a life satisfaction survey conducted on over 1 million people as part of the Gallup World Poll. Oh. Respondents across the world were asked to rate their lives on a scale of 0 to 10, where 0 is the worst possible life and 10 is the best possible life. Okay. What would you give yourselves? And I, everybody needs that. Are you a 0 to 10? How would you rate your life? Alex, you go first.
4: Just overall happiness?
0: Yep. 9.5. Nine point five. Okay, Molina. Mm, six
1: point five seven. You can't 5, go below 7.
0: zero. So you go six point five seven. Yep. Okay, Andy. I don't know. Well, can't you just make up a number between zero and
5: ten? <laughs> uh,
3: He'll say seven? seven. I knew he was yeah. going to say seven. He said seven. I knew okay.
5: It. As neutral as possible. Yeah. Okay. Well,
3: five is as neutral as possible. Well, five
5: so. people would question.
3: Think it. you're depressed. That's true. <laughs>
5: All right. Catherine?
3: Uh, it depends on the day. If I've gotten sleep, I'm all for 10. <laughs> if I haven't slept in two weeks, who knows? Overall, the average it you out. And Andy. Overall, say, because I've been an insomniac lately, I'll say eight. You're going eight? Yeah. See, I would go eight as well. I'm sleeping. I Ugh. would say
0: eight as well. So that's good. The researchers analyzed the relationship between the score and household income. They find that in every region of the world, after accounting for a person's age, gender, marital status, people with higher incomes are happier. Really? Gee, that's you hard know, to believe. You
3: know what's interesting about that cutoff at 100 and what was 120, it 100, 120 is mm-hmm. um, because I can see that because people think that if you make $100,000 that you're rich.
0: Yeah,
5: they
3: do. Yeah. And, and well, uh, for not. some
5: people, rich basically means you don't have to worry about money. Yeah, and not. that's what the $100,000 part is.
3: Yeah, it's like yeah, if people
4: aren't living paycheck to paycheck, that takes a lot of stress out of your life. If you, yeah, or exactly. If you know that's you're true, saving but money. And-
3: but it, uh, at $120,000 a year, if you've got... Um, You know, a big career, you end up having to work so much harder. Well, that's the
5: reason that the $200,000 person isn't happier. It's because really all people want is to not have to worry about money. And once you're at that point, getting more money all it is is expending effort for something you don't really need.
3: Yeah, and you're also very worried about losing your job because you've probably bought, you know, a yeah, larger house, and a help. better car and your payments are higher God, so you're I always could, worried.
0: If I could only lose my job, how great would that be? That's
3: interesting because I <laughs> have to
0: deal with radio people again. Uh, yeah.
3: I mean a lot of homeless people rate their Lives is high, very high. Very high. It, yeah. Tens, they're tens yeah, across the board. They love all on
5: drugs. They're very high.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they love the freedom. They just love the freedom of not having to be responsible for anything.
5: Well, yeah. I would love to just not have to ever do anything. But that's also, oh God, I couldn't live boring. with myself. I don't think I'd be so bored. I really couldn't stand. Really boring.
4: It.
5: Yeah. For me, it wouldn't be the boredom. It would just be the knowing that. Everyone else is financing my laziness. I couldn't do it. Yeah, there you go.
3: You have to get over that. If I was mentally ill, I could. (laughs) Well, you know,
0: it all works out in the end. We will be right back. Got a special guest coming up next, Tom Bernard Show. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. It is the 45th anniversary, unbelievable. And everybody tells me that if you do line it up with The Wizard of Oz after the third lion's roar with the MGM lion, that it does line up with the movie The Wizard of Oz. Dark Side of the Moon does. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my very special guest, John Bowser Bauman. How are you, sir?
8: Dark Side of the Moon, what's that? Was that was that after, was that after like nineteen sixty three? John or uh, Bowser? Do you want?
0: Should I call you John or Bowser? Which one do you want to be called?
8: Either one is fine. But if you call me Bowser, then you get this, you know. So it depends on what you who who you would like to <laughs> talk yous, to. Who would like who to yous. talk
0: to? I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, yeah. It, it, it basically uh, what you guys laid the groundwork for. Then later on, Dark Side of the Moon came out.
8: Yeah. Oh yeah, I've heard of it vaguely. And, <laughs> vaguely and I'm familiar with the moon and I know it has a dark side so
0: Bowser, I got to tell you honestly, I love doo-wop, and I, uh, I'm of the age I, well said let me put it this way. I was uh, 13. I was 12 when the Beatles broke. okay So my older I have an older brother and two older sisters. So it was basically uh, Elvis Presley when I was a very very young kid, three or four years old. So from then for that next ten years, whatever it was, um, sure. that music, what what was basically called race music back in the day, um, it, it, it just it fascinated me. I, to this day I still love doo-wop. Uh, a reunion of doo legends as they pass the torch to the next generation of singers. You're not going to do that. I yep. hope you're not going to pass the torch. We don't need any torch passing.
8: <laughs> well, it's sort of just an insurance policy, I guess you could look at it. We're still going pretty strong, as you can. If, 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 you, if you watch this PBS show, you'll see we've got some incredible people still roaming around. And I, I do a lot of live shows, you know, and bring, bring a lot of them in. But, for instance, uh, my friend Jay Siegel, you know, sang The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Yep. Uh, still sings it with that incredible falsetto in its original key of F. No change, hasn't dropped it down. Sounds, if you closed your eyes, you'd think the record was playing.
0: That is so amazing, because I, I swear to God, my voice changed when I was 11, and I, <laughs> uh, there's no way I could hit those notes. There's
8: not a, I got no Well, too, though. I mean, come on, that's is a specialized. There's no way anyone can hit those notes except for maybe Frankie Valley and Lou Christie. But uh, Jay's just remarkable. I mean, my, when my voice changed, I became the bass singer, and then I started complaining, "How am I ever going to be in a in a rock group?" Until we started "Shada," and it became the rock and roll revival, and the stuff stayed around and stayed around. It was such you know, an influenced Boys to Men and In Sync, and oh, those, God, they'll yes. all tell you, you know, "Do Up" was the inspiration. There
0: is no question. I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly right. All of that music, and NSYNC is a perfect example of that music. That basically, NSYNC is doo wop. I
8: mean, yeah, really. it's modernized doo wop. That's what it is. Uh, and, and you know, this was the roots music of everything, as as you outlined, you know, before the Beatles. And it didn't really end, the era didn't end until the Beatles. You know, the 50s right. musically went on until 1964. Uh, you know, and then we started bringing it back in 1969. There was sort of a five-year gap in there of all kinds of chaotic stuff happening in the 60s in society and in music. But uh, when we started reclaiming it with Shroda in the late, very late 60s, you know, it was it had only been like five years, but it was as if it was a whole other lifetime. And this music has stayed around ever since then.
0: There was a group. In the 70s, in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, they were called Teen King and the Princes, certainly inspired by Seananah. There's no doubt about that. And Teen King might have been a huge fan of yours. Let me put and point that out, Bowser. Because he would
8: get up <laughs> I've on, heard of them. And uh, oh, actually, have? when I joined the group, you know, I wasn't in the group right at the beginning. Right. When I joined the group, the second show that I ever did, the first show that I did was at the Aragon Ballroom in Chicago. Yes. And the second show that I ever did with Seananah was at the Depot in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis. Do you remember that place? Well,
0: it's now First Avenue uh yeah it was
8: a great big huge club yep and uh that was the second show that i ever did and then we played then we played in the summer of 1970 we played the minnesota state fair for like four or five days um you know which i will always remember that was like the first extended gig that i was involved in Mm -hmm. and uh i I just always think fondly of the area it's great people and they love their music and just a, a great great music town,
0: you know, music city. Now, Bowser, you do know the depot where you you first, your second gig, you played with Seananah. That became First Avenue, which is the club that's featured in Prince's movie Purple Rain. That's the same club.
8: Right, it's the same building. Same mm-hmm. building, yep. Right, it's the same building.
0: Exactly. Really, yep. really wonderful building. Absolutely wonderful building. I actually have a personal story about that and if we have enough time at the end, I'll tell you what happened to me. It, uh, it was called... Uh, the depot at the time because it was a depot and then it, and then it became, uh, right, got it. It changed its name a couple of times now, it's First Avenue. But, um, Teen King and the Princes, these guys wanted to be Sean and I, and they were really good by the way. But I do remember that they would come out and kind of try to do what you did. This guy. They'd walk out, and Team Prince looked down in the audience and see some guy standing there. It might have been a little hefty, and he'd go, "Ah, oh, look at this, the 1972 winner of the human bowling ball look-alike contest. <laughs> he'd start ripping
8: the audience. <laughs> oh, I wish i thought of that. <laughs> see, the thing is, nobody could open their mouth as wide as me, and nobody had no. more non-existent biceps than I did.
6: <laughs> so, you know, my
8: look at the greaser of the 50s through the eyes of the early 70s Was in that sense unique.
0: God, it was so much fun, and and the whole deal. Now, you hosted a a TV game show, correct?
8: Yes, I've had a checkered career. I hosted more than more than one. But I mean, my first TV game show was actually called the Pop and Rocker Game, a game in concert, which was a very odd um, combination, a launch of a game show and a rock concert. And then after that, you're probably thinking of the match game Hollywood Squares Hour. Yeah, I think that's exactly what was, I'm thinking of. Yeah. It was that wonderful. went on for a year. I hosted the Hollywood Squares part, and Gene Rayburn hosted the uh, match game part.
0: Yeah, absolutely wonderful. show. Sure, you did a great job on there because you well, you kind of basically referred to people in the human bowling ball look-alike contest kind of tone of voice.
8: Yes, I did the best I could. <laughs> um, you, you know, I'm... I'm hosting this show do up generations also as myself. You know, Bowser doesn't really appear. Oh, okay. Do up okay. generations other than to push my friend and and colleague Johnny Contardo onto the stage to sing those magic changes with a with a like a 20-year-old kid. That's the whole idea of this show, which I'm sure you are aware is you know, we're bringing we have people singing with young people, the original people singing with, with younger people to make sure this music stays alive in subsequent generations.
0: It is wonderful music. Now, that is this, this uh, Saturday night on, on PBS stations, correct? It's on uh, Saturday nights. They have not given me an, an exact time on it. So if you happen to know uh, Eastern Time, when that when the show, I can look at it. I think up.
8: it's station by station how it runs. Okay, so you really okay. sort of got to check local listings. And yes, it starts in most places this Saturday night, and will run for 500 years subsequently. 500 years, be uh, good. Ten times a night, because that's the great thing about when we say we're passing the torch on to younger generations. Even though we're all still going, um, you know, we're passing the torch for like the next hundred years, literally, because PBS will still be running this show, which is awesome.
0: And from what I understand, R&B legend Little Anthony from Little Anthony Imperial is going to be with you?
8: Yeah, he does He does kind of a cameo in this show where he, uh, there's there's a kid named Kid Kyle who uh, first started doing my live shows when he was 12. And he's now 22. Um, and he just really, he can really sing and he loves this style of music. So, uh Anthony has a story about the song "The Diary," which was a Neil Sedaka song, and he introduces mm-hmm. Kyle and tells and tells this story. So, uh, you know, it's kind of the hosts are me, Anthony, and T.J. Lubinsky, who's the producer of the show and has produced all of these mm-hmm. my music wop specials that have been on PBS and are really beloved.
0: Now, you shot it in Asbury Park as well, Asbury Park, New Jersey. That's wonderful.
8: We did shoot it in Asbury Park, New Jersey, um, which. A place that I always think of fondly, you know, because as we've discussed in my long and checkered career, so in the <laughs> mid-70s, I think around 74 or 5, it probably was early 5, um, Sean and I was, had, we had sold at the Asbury Park Civic Center, as we did most years. And I remember, you know, stagehand kind of said, hey, you guys ought to check out your opening act tonight. He's this local guy. He's really good. And, you know, just a few people kind of said that, so I poked my head out before our show. And there was some guy with a band, you know, with an African-American saxophone player, oh. you know, some <laughs> local guy who people said was pretty good. And you listen okay. to the first song, and you go, like, oh, that's pretty good. And the second song, you go, like, oh, that's really good. And by the fifth song, you're going, like, I hope we can follow this guy because this guy's blowing this place apart. And it basically was, you know, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street band playing mm-hmm. the Born to Run album. That's what it was. God, it was wonderful. a few months before the album came out, whatever year that was. And uh, you know, they were our opening act at Asbury Park. That was good a place for him.
0: Yeah, it was a good yeah, and Asbury Park really worked out for him, there's no doubt about that.
8: They're, they're, yeah, they were pretty good. They were really quite good, I have to say. I mean I I remember saying to uh I think it was Screamin' Scott, the piano player, or whoever I was standing with. <laughs> I remember saying, "This is this is really prescient of me, right? This is a brilliant, uh, br- brilliant perception." <laughs> I remember saying, uh, "Boy, I think this guy's going to go someplace. This is really good."
0: <laughs> well, they, I, I did actually, John. I interviewed Clarence Clemens one time several years ago, and uh, basically the entire interview, I asked him questions, he went. That's exactly right, man.
8: <laughs> he, he was pretty good, too, by the way. Oh, he, yeah. were all is. the players and the songs were just out of this world, you know. Now, for for our it young... Was just an, it was an amazing thing
6: to have as your opening act.
8: Oh, yes. We had a few of those, you know, like Billy Joel opened to us at Queens College, I'll never forget, in about, like, 71 or 2. God, just him and a piano, no band.
0: Amazing. Well, Jimmy, He was pretty good. Jimmy Hendrix once opened for the Monkees. So, think about that. There, there's two You're audiences. True enough,
8: too. <laughs> God. And I don't know, opened for him at, at Woodstock, but did that wasn't really like being in oh, a Oh, that was,
0: that was fantastic, too, <laughs> by the way. doo started, did it really start as street corner music? Is that how doo really did start?
8: Yeah, it really did start. You know, it's the beauty, the beauty of this stuff is that all it takes is, like, you know, four people to be a group. You can sing a cappella, you don't need a band. No, that's
6: exactly uh, You
8: right. know, and often we did. Uh so yeah, it's 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 that wonderful thing where you know, Jay Siegel, my friend who I was talking about who, you know, sang The Lion Sleeps Tonight, tells mm-hmm. the story of how they used to um they used to sing the Miriam McKeever, remember her? Sure, absolutely. Uh, had done, you know, like Lion Sleeps Tonight was an an African folk melody and somebody had put words to it. And they used to sing it on the beach to get girls is the story that he tells in like Brighton Beach, you know, in Brooklyn. Right. And that's what you can do with this with this style of music is just, you know, get a bunch of people together. It's it's basically vocal. You can do it a cappella and uh, you, know, you know, there's sort of no must, no fuss about it, and in that way it's this wonderful, breathtaking style of music, and that's why, you know, Boys to Men, and In Sync it's all the successors of it and now all these Wait till you see this show. I mean, it's really mm. remarkable. There are people coming from South Africa, you know, who know all these songs, and you know these two these two kids from California, California, who play. Um, you know, they have like acoustic guitars and they sing just really, really well. And they do this magic moment, and then in the middle of it, Charlie Thomas's Drifters join in. You know, who did the original record, and it's just magic.
0: Yeah, I got to tell you the, 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 you were talking about all these different acts. I will tell you this, in 1976, when I went to see the movie Rocky and Sylvester's younger brother, Frank Stallone, they sang doo-wop in that movie. I think for me, that was as huge a part of that movie as the boxing was because it gave you the real feeling of what it was to be on what it was like to be on the street corners of Philadelphia uh, I I just loved it. I absolutely loved the fact that they... I
8: hear you, and you know, he was, Frank Stallone was actually a guest on the Seananotte television show, Mm -hmm. which we did not long thereafter. You know, our our show was uh, first run from 77 to 82, and we had him on there, and he could sing. It was good. We we had everybody's brother, by the way. We had Joey Travolta, (laughs) we had Frank Stallone.
0: I love Frank. Frank's actually, we have Frank on at least a couple times a year because he just tells it like it is, I'll tell you that. If you don't want to hear tough hop. I'm going to tell you exactly how it is. Frank is He was good. I mean, he was
8: good on our show.
0: Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, John Bowser Bauman, doop Generations on PBS. It is this Saturday. What a great honor to talk to you, sir. I had a ball talking to you.
8: Well, it's absolutely my pleasure and I got one more thing to say to you and it goes like this. <laughs>
6: <Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do>. <laughs> good night and graceful peace. <laughs> <laughs> Good
0: night, sweetheart. Tom Bernard Show. Tom here from my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24 hour roadside assistance, lock your keys in your car, run out of gas.
6: Cause
0: she's my best friend's girl. Well, she's my best friend's girl. girl. And she used to be. Like we are back, ladies fine. and gentlemen. That's all I know. You uh, What are you doing? What nothing, I'm just going through some stuff. Thinking about you're good
3: now. Hello? Oh, there yeah,
0: I you am. Go. Thinking about uh, yesterday, and I don't know. Um, yesterday?
3: What the, what?
0: No, a guy, a guy yesterday. All my
3: troubles seems so far away.
0: He, uh, mur, mur. he did this really bonehead thing, and I can't remember what it was. But somebody on the morning show, I can't remember, was Candace or was Brittany? Most or, likely Brittany. Probably Brittany. Hands said,
3: down, it's Brittany.
0: Well, just remember what Melina says, that 80% of people on Earth are morons. <laughs> so you were quoted yesterday, Melina. I started out with 66%. You shot her up to 75 and then 80 And It, it all uh, depends on the day. It does. It's very
6: true. Sometimes
3: it's like you walk around you're like, hey, people can actually do things. And you ran into a couple people that were polite, so it restores yeah. your faith in humanity. And then the next day... You find out how scummy people can But it's crazy. Be. When it gets a
1: little warmer
2: out and stuff, people act even more dumb.
3: Really? they
5: start no. murdering each other?
3: I find that people are nicer Mojda. when it's sunny.
5: It's um, moida. Murder rates go way up when it's warm. Oh,
3: that's because they people leave the house. Yeah. Murderers leave the house.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not murdering
0: anyone when it's cold out. It's too Forget cold
3: it. to murder anybody no. today. It's, it's true. Can't do it.
0: It's too cold. My
3: knife might break in half because <laughs> it's frozen. Won't get any stabbing done today.
0: Oh, Doug Sprinthal is so funny, Mr. Hilarity. He got you signed up for the tour to cure. Username is blah blah blah.
5: Your password. Uh. <laughs> well,
3: if is they you... don't
5: know the username, then they the password's fine to give out. Right. They don't know you
0: the, the username. <laughs> so you know what the <laughs> password is? No. Welfare radio.
6: Oh, great. <laughs> Laugh
0: it up, Sprinthal.
6: He just loves
3: it when you get in trouble he with does. the oligarchy oh. of Minnesota.
0: Oh, absolutely. Now, Joe <laughs> from Louisville said he wants to take over the championship. Speaking. Bu- oh, there he is.
3: Uh, oh, Speaking look who's of bad here. guys. Look who's here with
0: his fake bike helmet on.
3: <laughs> See, he's getting his, he has he's his getting, fake bike yeah, helmet he's on. He's getting in shape.
0: You're out wow. there getting in shape for the uh, two. I just saw my, uh, my. Uh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't give him the username, but I, I did give him the password. Welfare radio uh, And now Joe from Louisville And Melina are in a fight because Melina Pegged it at 80% and Brittany yesterday On the Cakey Morning Show said that Melina Said that 80% of people on earth are morons Joe from Louisville just claimed the title By going up to 85% of people Are morons So
3: so you're getting in shape for the 26 miles Yeah, See that's the thing I've got to put going? in I, I, I can't ride 26 oh, miles Without getting my button too. shape no, I can't I sit in a times. I can't Once sit can in the saddle on for
0: that long.
3: I can't <laughs> sit in the saddle that long without working I up to it. I got to go like 5 miles, 8 miles, oh, come on. 10, so should ten go miles should go training
2: with your neighbor that Tom mistakes for you. Yeah, you know, the one who just
3: Oh yeah! Up remember the that hill. woman I fa- we don't know who she is.
0: I can't even remember what she lives way the hell up some hill. I know.
3: I'm, I'm <laughs> impressed. I you know what? I should have her just do it, and everybody'll think it's me, and then I'll be some marathon bike rider. <laughs> so serious. Everyone'll be so impressed. I'll be done with the race in two minutes. Love the
2: idea of Tom like what the Where the hell are you going? And her turning around like what? Well, luckily for me, I knew he me, was
3: doing it too. I knew when, he was doing it when she
0: pulled up her driveway <laughs> to her garage. I did not follow her up her driveway. because I went. Why is that? Catherine <laughs> going up someone else's driveway? And thank God I didn't follow her up her
2: driveway. I'm surprised
3: he wasn't in the kitchen grabbing a snack before he realized it wasn't me.
0: <laughs> was laugh it up, sister.
2: <laughs> so Sarah signed up this morning, and here's how I talked to her. There's two great things that happen if you sign up before tomorrow. You get a custom KQ Walzer riding shirt that the graphics department designed. It's actually cool. I don't cool. get
3: one anyway.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, Hello. you're probably. Good point. The other, I think this was the closer, though. If it's like last week's, uh, last year's route, it goes right by Michael Bryant's house. Mm. It and does, I told Sarah yeah. that if she's tired, that she could just go into Michael's house many and drink gin and that? tonics until miles? we pick her up.
3: I like that. It's Bigotable. right over there
0: by
2: that.
3: That's more my speed. That
0: little pl- that little playground in St. Louis Park.
3: There's a lot of playgrounds. I know, but
0: the one park. that goes right by the bike, the bath. bike path. Oh, he lives in that neighborhood. How
3: many miles is that? Two. Well, pr- yeah, two probably miles two. That I can do.
2: Okay, you're in. <laughs>
0: okay. That was Doug and that was Doug and me lying to you. Is yeah. what that was right there. You said so if
3: I could you use the electric bike. I'm in.
2: <laughs> we'll just disguise it.
3: Y'all yeah, ride in a pack. <laughs> yeah. I've got people around me, we'll so paint, no one will know.
2: We'll... Paint a sign on it that says, not an electric bike.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That'll fool them. <laughs> yes, but the sign that says, not an electric
2: bike, that's good. Well, just I don't know get that one of those old cheering. people recumbent bikes, okay? I hate those. Why? They look weird. They're, they're great. coming
3: great. There's a lot of people that use those just because they have bad backs. I
2: think they do it because they're hippies and they think it's cool. Yeah, they're actually the hipsters are, and hell and they take up a lot of room.
0: They like them. No, wait a second. You didn't ride here from Rosemont.
2: No, no. What I do I say, when I ride in the about city 50 miles. is well, yeah, and you got to ride across seventy-seven <laughs> Exactly. Get killed. get killed. When I ride in Minneapolis, I I put the bike on the car and I I stop at uh, uh, Minnehaha Park or or actually closer to Cedar and just jump on the trails there. So yeah. I rode down the river and then That's got nice. up on That's the greenway. Nice and then I took r- went right through downtown. That was kind of cool. I
0: just went for my walk along the Mississippi River this morning. We took an hour walk because you were gone and the cleaners came. So I just said, I'll, I'll go for a walk. So I went down here. I went and parked Is it back cleaning? There. I'm out. <laughs> get, clean the house? Forget it. Goodbye.
3: Goodbye. Communist. See ya.
0: Uh, <laughs> so I went for a nice walk along the Mississippi River. Walked That's by nice down there. That's a nice house. walk. It is a great walk, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I was wearing a Minneapolis policeman's hat, so nobody bothered me. It was wonderful. So thank you, you to the Minneapolis Police Department.
2: Oddly enough, I didn't get bothered either, and I just was dressed up like a middle-aged bike rider. Yeah, you look
0: like a weirdo. That's why nobody bothers you. <laughs> Okay. He doesn't even fight it off. He just goes. Oh, okay.
3: I'm glad that you're wearing a bright orange shirt, though. I like the visibility on the bike. Yeah, I
0: I do love the fact that I I do get through the KQ page or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Tom, I, I don't know why these people advertise with you. You hate every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> yeah you're absolutely right why would they do that i hate them all
2: i will tell you uh, because i've had a lot of listeners reach out to me since i started using my email and they come from all different walks of life uh but they have one thing in common What? they're all sarcastic as oh yeah oh yeah they can take a punch it's it's great a cake you listener absolutely
0: Absolutely.
2: I don't think they're like that over on violin radio, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Oh, now it went from welfare to violin. I didn't want to get you in super trouble.
0: Oh, you know, that didn't get me in trouble. Like I said, I made it very clear on the radio, and I'll make it clear on this show, NPR has never done anything to me. This has not been about NPR going after me. or to No. NPR has never done anything to me. I just love teasing them, the fact that they have more money than God because they're in welfare radio, and we're broke.
3: Their studios are... Speaking of which, Second I heard that uh,
2: Gorgeous. Charlie Rose has got about 30 people now out of the closet. 30 that, women? Yeah. Out of
0: what was the he closet? doing? Oh, you well, mean? not
3: out of
2: the closet. Yeah, uh,
0: saying that he had sexually yeah. harassed. Yeah, that's them. a different thing. So, <laughs> how did he do it? Go pantsless, or what did he do?
2: No, you know, it's a little vague. I think he was just really suggestive. But no, he didn't do the uh, uh, Louis C.K. route, from what I can tell. I have
0: a question for you about that. Uh, suggestive. Being suggestive, sexually suggestive. Whenever our ratings came out from 1986 until 19, or excuse me, 2013. So from 86 to 13, you're yep. talking 27 years, right? Yep. Every month when the ratings came out, Hamilton would have a couple of cocktails and then kiss me on the lips. Now, is that suggestive? No,
2: because it's two guys, it's fine.
3: Was there any, Why? Cupping? <laughs> was there any, was there any cupping?
2: Yeah, there was some oh, cupping. If there's and...
3: cupping, then it's a problem. But I just, I'm how glad
2: do you discern, I stopped in.
0: How do you discern what is suggestive and what isn't? Yeah, no, I, I get it. That's a tough road to hoe because, uh, you know, I have another friend, and I, you know, he's Italian, and whenever he greets me, he hugs me and kisses me on the lips. Well,
3: it's, it's all I about care. Intention. It's yeah, but how do intention. they know the
0: intention?
3: Oh, that's... I told... You. I was talking to Tom yesterday. I'm like, I just don't think you can... T- you can nah, just, you're, you're right. You can't touch a, anybody anymore without other no. people in the room.
5: That makes me sad. I, I well, thought- there's a movement going through uh, right now called postmodernism, which basically states that there is no such thing as, like, the truth... And if someone feels some way, then that's their truth, and oh, you know. Nice. So basically, it's reality. Yeah. So if someone says they were sexually harassing me, that's their truth. So you can't argue with it.
0: So well, you, it
2: was the Supreme Court said that about pornography. Yeah, It's that's hard to yeah. find, but it. you know it when you see it. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: You know, there's a. But here's the problem that I have that, that that we all get. We go from okay, so Charlie Rose, it was suggestive. They said.
2: Yeah, look know, up his what he knows allegations that he
0: yeah, look up the fondled and groped. And oh, he did fondle and grope, but That's different.
2: Mm-hmm. It's Charlie Rose. I mean, come on, man. What are you doing?
0: I know. But there's, there's a big difference between what Bill Cosby did and what Louis C.K. did. Oh, you know? yeah,
2: give people roofies and mm-hmm. then date rape them. Yeah, that is a little That's not, not, not really open to interpretation, yeah, I don't here. think. You're
0: not you're going to believe that really this bad. is Tom Bernard saying this. You're not going to believe this. But I don't know what Al Franken did warranted him being kicked out of the U.S.
2: No, I think he was, like, I, I agree. I think he was sort of the apex of that whole movement. He, he was, was. Right yeah. at the top. And, and
0: I'm defending Al no, Franken. I know you what are. the hell am I doing?
3: I always said I didn't think that he should step down because no. I, I really do think that there's nope. got to be due process. You can't just accuse somebody and ruin their lives yeah. I, because then you can do anything you want to anybody
6: mm-hmm. I,
3: it's it, it's too much power and it's also crazy people are going to use this to their advantage like nobody's business
0: yeah well there's no question about that i, I you know so i saw the picture where he wasn't grabbing the woman's right. breast; he was pretending to as a joke
2: there was nothing sexual which about it. which
3: isn't that funny it's that's not funny. funny but he wasn't a,
2: he wasn't a senator no. at the time either yeah. he was a comedian that's right
3: he was a song and dance man yeah what yeah. what
2: else did he
0: do
5: i don't know what else he did i think that's
3: no there was a no, couple no. of things. There was some he would kiss
2: woman women at the state or... fair that was uncomfortable Grab
3: or... somebody's boob or something oh, did he? like well, when he was when that. he was like taking photos he would like cop a little some you know a little something you know yeah,
0: no. although to tell you the truth, I, as I've said before, over my forty eight year career, I've had men and women grab my package now I didn't that was not sexual it was just they thought it was fun part
2: of the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's really nice.
2: (laughs) Hey, Melina, now that you're listening, have you watched Silicon Valley?
0: Oh, my God. Don't Don't don't. keep ruining it
2: for me. No, it's just one line. That line
0: you told me is one of the funniest things I've ever heard.
2: uh, We watched it last night, and Jared, the whitest guy on the planet, fires off the best one. I was laughing so hard I had to stop the show. They were eating pizza, and he goes, oh. You know, when I was a kid, my parents wouldn't let us eat, p- eat pizza because they said Italians aren't real white people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Take that home with you,
6: Melina. <laughs> Italians awesome. are not real white so, people. So we're in
3: the third season?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: We're in the third season.
3: And T.J. Miller's off the fourth season? Fifth no, season? he's
2: off the fifth. He's, okay. So we watched the first episode. Because I don't even know if I'll like episode. it after
3: he's off to tell you the it's truth. not as good i think his one-liners with. are the best he,
2: he's just great i mean yeah. he's larger than life but the other characters are pretty good too you yeah know?
3: they are but i mean i just think that he's uh, did they replace him with somebody that doesn't have as high of a nerd factor because the uh, nerd factor
2: is funny haven't replaced him yet so i don't know that they have oh, okay. but but
3: you need somebody that is you know a little bit Jin
2: yang gets yeah, into the yeah, arc and he's yeah, trying to get bachman so. killed uh. <laughs> would you
0: stop I don't right, want no, the I'm show sorry. for me. I understand you have to deliver the I don't think Italians are really white people It's a great line. Just
3: for you, Mike. Just for Just you, Melina. Just for you.
0: You and Sansevier.
3: You're welcome. And L.A. <laughs> Nick, by the way.
0: Yep. L.A. Nick, too. A bunch of non-white people on the Tom Bernard show. <laughs> See, now, I suppose there could be people that would be offended by that.
3: There could be people.
0: And they would be there mad at me. There most likely are people. I, I, Even though I didn't come up with a joke I uh, yeah, and, and, and actually... Well, just
3: the fact that you found it funny. It.
0: The fact that I found it funny, though, yes. they'll be mad at me.
6: Yes, yes.
0: Like, I think welfare radio's funny. I didn't invent that. A listener did. That's brilliant. It's but better fact, than violin radio. It's, it's a lot better I'm than violin radio. I'm pretty sure radio. public
3: radio doesn't think it's funny. <laughs>
0: come on. They, the most gorgeous <laughs> studios on earth, they get paid a fortune because they'll never run out of money. And then, you know, when we file bankruptcy, everybody gets $3.4 million bonuses at the top. And the rest of us, hey, Tom, do you have any bus fare? I'm like,
3: can you take another salary cut?
0: Can you take another? Can you give more of your money back to the station so we can pay other people? <laughs> and, then fire them. and then fire them? Yeah, and them. then fire them so you get to keep the money. <laughs> yeah, you know, other than that, though, everything's going really smoothly.
2: Also, I, I hear I, social media firing up, Catherine. That's <laughs> be good careful. For them.
0: <laughs> hey, it's true. I knew it. <laughs> it's true. I, I, you know, I, that is something I'm, I don't try to hide from anybody. It was a lot of money, and I, it was the right thing to do. It just was. So good for them. Uh, oh, we've only got 10 seconds left, so oh. I better shut the hell up and move on. You know, I I would agree that I don't think, and I'm very serious about this, I don't think that Italians are really white people. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I, I hear a T-shirt.
0: There's a T-shirt coming. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me. And it's not just me. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK.
5: Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
0: Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, this is a tough time for businesses, not only in the Twin Cities, but all over right now. Can you tell me a little bit about what North American Banking Company is doing for your customers?
7: Tommy at the bank, we're helping businesses with all of our tools at our disposal. Lenders are working as long as it takes with our customers to help them through these tough times. We've processed well over 300 loans for customers and funded over $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. Through our payment deferment program, our current customers were able to skip one, two, or even four payments with no penalty. Finally, being a locally owned and operated bank, we're able to move quickly and take action for our customers when they need us most.
0: Why not bank with my banker? God, I can't tell you how great it is working with bills. Did you record that, Andy? Could you send that to me? North American (laughs) Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Oh God, I love this song. <laughs> Who was singing along with me? Who else was singing, throwing me
3: off? Me?
0: No, it was Pavarotti. He's was throwing me off. He's always flat. Oh
6: he my God! He never hits his what notes.
0: Man. Catherine and I were so lucky. We went to see him live at the Met Center just before he died. Really? Oh, God, yep. I was lucky.
3: Well, it was a while before he died.
0: A lot while before he died. 2006. But, oh, my God. Oh, wait, was he 2007. My, he died in 2007? Yeah. Well, what, when did they tear down the Met Center? Because it was just before they tore down the Met Center.
3: That's a long that, time ago. Oh, that would have been so,
0: early
2: 80s. No uh, 93.
0: Uh, Wait. They
3: tore down the Met Center in ninety three? No. That doesn't uh, sound
0: right. I can't be right. Ninety four, yeah. No, cause they built Really? Yeah, and it was at Met Center. It was God,
5: not at I would at, have thought uh, it would have been. It was yeah. closed in ninety three and then they demolished it the next year.
3: Okay. Oh I'm thinking of the
5: ballpark. <sighs> oh Met Stadium.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. me
0: too. That was torn down in eighty two. Yeah. Yep, 82 they tore that down
5: so you saw him like 20 years before he died no uh, yes. wait 12
0: years 12 years a long
3: time before he died but honestly 13 he, years yeah 13
0: seeing years. Pavarotti in person was an amazing feeling
6: Mm-hmm. It was very what nice. a
0: greatest singer ever born probably as far as uh men are concerned and then women it's a tough call for me because Aretha Franklin's got to be way 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 near the top but Kiri Takanawa. Oh my God, that woman can sing.
3: Some people can sing. <laughs>
0: Ella Fitzgerald. Ella yeah. Fitzgerald. Ugh. Absolutely, fantastic. Good police, stuff. police in Calgary have uh, ruled out foul play in a gruesome find behind a wall at a mall bathroom. But there are still some unanswered questions. Police say a man in his 20s died after climbing inside the wall of a woman's bathroom and becoming stuck. He's trying to peep at women and got killed. <laughs> and he died. deserves it. Are we up to 85 yet, Melina? Oh, yeah.
3: We're Eight,
0: getting close. <laughs> 85% of
5: morons. So I, Dave suggested that maybe he was homeless and he was trying to hide in the mall overnight, which could have been the case. Mm. Which Dave? Mm. What Darkness Dave or Dave Mordahl? When's the last time I talked to Dave Mortal? I don't know if you talked to Mortal
0: and I don't keep it I a thought you Skype together Bella. all the time. Oh, look at Bella and Molina. Bella, Kelly. what are you doing? Bella, that Bella hangs out with colored people. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about All right, Molina.
3: <laughs> Yeah, I know. Every time you <laughs> come in here it's like has to happening. tell Alex the, Yesterday uh, the thing. Yesterday came and it was so, diarrhea. Right. So
2: Cuz you watch you watch Silicon Valley. Yes. So Sarah and I were watching the first episode of season five last night. Jared, the five, pasty geez. guy, the yes. tall, fires off the best. I was laughing so hard to have to turn off the TV. You're eating pizza, and he's get this look on his face like he saw God, and he goes, "I could never eat a pizza as a kid because my parents told us that Italians aren't real white people."
3: <laughs> pizza as soul food.
2: One of the
0: greatest
6: oh lines God. in history.
0: Uh-huh. Sansevier, L.A. Nick, mm-hmm. Molina, Tino Lettieri. I can just keep going down the list.
3: Nick DiPaolo.
0: Chris D'Amino. Let's keep going down the list. Tino Di-
4: isn't really a
3: white person. He's <laughs> like, I've said that he's before. He's like the it's... most Italian man is, in the world. He He's lived, really he he lived is... out of Italy for I don't know how long. He still has Since the heaviest 12.
4: Italian oh accent I wonder in the, the world. most
3: like, Italian person of all time.
5: I always wonder why people with accents like... You can do an accent if you want. So right. why don't they just do an American accent until it becomes natural? Well, oh, no. he
3: told me that he thought in Italian. He thinks in Italian. He yeah. still thinks in Italian most of the time, hmm. and yeah. that's why. Because yep. that would make it difficult. Yep. He yeah.
0: speaks four languages, you know.
3: Yeah, but I mean, speaks a smart French, man.
5: Italian, a yeah. French,
6: yeah. Italian
5: Spanish, and
4: English. Yeah, I want
5: to hear French in an Italian
0: well, accent? Spanish
4: and Italian are very, very similar. But good. he yeah.
0: doesn't. He doesn't really speak English. He kind of just. You know, yeah. massacres.
3: Now, once you know one romance language, you can learn the other it's romance. French is, yeah.
5: French is pretty close. I've,
0: Pre-
3: when I learned Spanish,
5: close. I could read a lot of French.
3: And yeah, a lot but the of enunciation. Is
0: oh, pronouncing?
5: No, I can't.
0: Totally pronounce.
4: different in Matter French. Fact, this is true.
0: Just because of you, right after the show today, I'm going to call Lou Nanny and tell him he's not a real white person.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he just loves those jokes.
2: You just oh, this, he loves yeah. those jokes. Sort all your, all your contacts by yeah. guineas, non guineas. I'm just going to go through the list. <laughs> Call all the guineas. <laughs> That's great wonderful. joke.
0: Okay, so back to the guy who's stuck in the women's bathroom wall. Uh, I'm sorry, but a homeless person looking for a place, n- not in a women's bathroom. We're not buying that
2: part.
3: Well, if he was crawling through the ceiling, you might not know where you're shimmying yeah. down. I hope That's what people, they think Is really, he was in the they ceiling. do they go into walls?
2: They hide in the think mall of overnight. anything more erotic than watching somebody pee yeah, in a public restroom. I know. You know, the fluorescent lighting, yeah. the I disgusting know. floors. I, yeah, no. <laughs> It's just wonderful. Thanks.
3: You're just not twisted enough to understand. Apparently, (laughs) they're not. Catherine (laughs) knows me
0: (laughs) exactly. They're not sure why he decided to enter the wall in the first place. The CBC reports the pony wall used to hide utilities is not connected to the ceiling, but has a vent cover on top which the man removed before climbing in. Police say the man climbed the wall Friday evening after entering the food court bathroom alone. His body was discovered Monday morning by a maintenance worker investigating why the toilet in front of the wall wouldn't flush. Oh. Investigators say there were no other access points through which the man could have entered the wall, which is more than six feet high. Police say the man's family was notified after an autopsy was completed Wednesday, but they are not releasing his identity because his death has been ruled accidental. The exact cause and time of death have also not been disclosed. The victim's motivation for crowding inside the wall is unknown at this time. A spokesperson for the Core Shopping Center says the employee who found the body is a mall employee who has been offered counseling and time off to deal with whatever may be going through. He may be going through.
2: He's a pooper peeper.
3: Yeah, I guess so.
0: Well, Chuck Berry was. He was? was he really? Oh, yeah, he hid cameras. When he had a restaurant, he hid cameras in the women's bathroom oh, so
5: he could
6: watch I mean, him poop. I don't seriously, it. seriously, what is wrong I don't wrong either. With Who does football?
5: get it? I just don't get it. Uh,
3: Who does there's get There's a lot it. of
5: things I don't get, though.
3: No, there's a lot of things you shouldn't get. And if you do get them, you've got problems. <laughs> Please get away from me. <laughs> you ever get
0: them? You're out of the family. That's all we're telling you, Andy.
3: Yeah, no, thank you.
0: That's everything. The owner of a wildlife park in South Africa is recovering from several lacerations and a broken jaw after a lion attack on Saturday, reports Newsweek. Why do people think they can just walk around with lions?
5: Well, this guy was a special case.
0: He owned,
2: he, he owned the zoo, and he, like, raised this yeah. lion since it was a cub. He raised better. it. He
5: hand-fed it. That does a thing
3: to the lion. Yeah,
5: no. But it's—I mean, like you know, for a dog or a cat, if you raise it from kitten, it's a hood, lion. It's your friend, but yeah, the lion. Domestic is not cats gonna...
3: will scratch you and bite you for no apparent reason. Oh, yeah, Hobbs
5: loves biting you just me. for
3: fun. Oh they're just yeah. like, ah, I just hate you right now. I've always Chomp. wondered why I mean, like that.
5: cats do that. They, they just, just like love to bite just
3: bite I know, you. For they go no from reason. like
4: sleeping to like assholes. frantic, lunatic yeah. bite your finger. I don't I know, know. Exactly, <laughs> and you didn't do anything. Fred you was the
3: absolute worst. He was horrible, psychopath. I was glad to see him go.
5: Fred. We, God. we had Remember a cat. Fred is dead. Fred is dead. <laughs> no, we found Fred's not
3: dead. Somebody day, took that horrible
5: cat. Wow. One day, Alex and I went outside and we found a cat underneath one of the pine trees Giant on our property. An orange cat. Yeah, an orange cat with no. Uh, he was fixed, but he didn't have tags and or anything. he was scruffy, like and he'd been was, in
3: a million fights. He was clearly yeah. like
5: very homeless, so we fed him some Somebody cookie probably dough. Somebody
3: chucked him at our house.
5: We fed him some cookie dough, and he moved into Mom's uh, tax store.
3: Yep. And peed and on we, everything. And peed on everything he could. <laughs>
5: that was really great. <laughs>
0: really Why good did for we sales. we have
4: him live in the barn?
5: Well, we already
0: had because Cecil already and Whiskers. Had, and yeah, would've,
4: Cecil would've
3: oh, Cecil yeah, Cecil, Cecil
5: would have killed him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Cecil would have killed him. Cecil wasn't a bad guy. Cecil was very territorial. I had a cat
2: named Whiskers. Who named? Well, Alex was How like did six six at I Alex at the time. Alex
4: was very was young. Whiskers. Yeah. Yep.
3: Whiskers. I got him. I got him with a friend, and she named her cat Fluffy. So,
0: oh.
3: six-year-old girls, <laughs> you got
0: to understand. Fluffy and Whiskers. It's Everything's
3: puppies and unicorns at that age. Well, Cecil was named Still after is. the
5: uh, protagonist in Final Fantasy IV. So, yeah, I mean, normal. Cecil mm-hmm. Harvey. Normal By the way, <laughs> Alex. Yeah,
0: I know that Brittany got very excited about this, and she said you would, too, that uh, Spice Girls are considering going on tour again, but one of them won't do it, so Tell they don't know if they're going
3: to really, really See?
0: Which one
5: won't go? Probably the one with the most money.
4: Posh. Yeah, the the
5: Beckham
0: one.
4: Victoria Beckham. Yeah. Uh, I let's see. am not necessarily <clears throat> a lover of reunion tours. Mm-hmm.
5: It's kind of sad. Yes, of it yeah, stink.
4: it's a little sad. It's like yeah. oh it's like, like, they
5: can do what they used it, to. Right? I also
4: am not one of those people. I know a lot of people like have playlists on their phone of like In and Spice Girls and stuff, and they listen to it still. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Like hurt. I listen to it then, and it's not good music. So. Some of
5: them aren't yeah, too of, bad. Yeah,
4: no, they are definitely good songs. But, but yeah, yeah, there's
5: a lot of really not... Well, it's it's always been that way, though. That's why they have singles. The single is good, and the rest of the album is generally mediocre.
6: Yeah. But they and, have
5: to do an album, or else they can't make money.
4: Yeah, it just feels kind of pathetic. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, 10 years later, 15 years later, you're...
3: Yeah, that Duran Ginger, about out of the tour.
4: Oh, Ginger. Oh, Ginger's one... Which she's, one is that now? She's the one that broke up the band in the first place, so that's not surprising. Uh, she's yeah. the
0: Mick. Oh, the great she, singer.
4: She did No! Ginger is not! God. It is sporty. My God.
5: She's, oh, she's actually English and Swedish. She just looks really, really Irish.
4: She did, I think, porn after. Oh, good. Good for her. No. I swear. I'm pretty sure she Andy, did porn. Andy, do me a
0: favor. Find it. Uh, yes. Would you please go and find too much, and then You've play, done it, play this it before? Yeah. And I will point out which part I think the. Oh woman my
4: God! Says. We've right. done this. And it's 40.
6: 40. That
3: her It's forty-five. We've done this like five times. If anybody times. knows her, her song it's sporty spice
0: oh, i mean that
5: is a great song
0: ginger
6: was
5: story. a page three girl at 19. no what's
3: Who's that name? ginger ginger
5: spice i know which is spice,
3: three, three which means. ginger She's the red-headed which,
5: one.
3: yeah the
0: well,
5: i know but i gotta remember who they were. because
0: sporty was the irish one with the tooth right the gold tooth <laughs> the none tooth? of
4: them were irish
5: ginger is red hair uh, scary's black, and then I don't know about the other three. Victoria... They named the black one
4: Scary. Well, really? Scary Spice. She had it like Usually afro... You say that for
5: Italians. She had an <laughs> Afro. Oh wait, there was Baby Spice. Baby
4: Spice is ba- the blonde, blonde one. Yeah, I remember her. And yeah. Victoria Beckham was Posh Spice. Oh, she yeah.
5: was posh. Posh. Posh who is was 40. Mel? I don't know.
4: There was Mel B and Mel C.
5: Mel B was scary. Mel C was... Oh, sporty. sporty. I remember those. Yeah. Oh, Mel C is sporty. That's the one with the great... Well, they all have really good voices. But a page three girl, the Sun... You know the Sun, the um, English uh, magazine? Yeah. Tabloid. Every... Uh, yeah, it's really more of a tabloid. Every edition on page three has a topless girl. Oh,
3: oh and She okay. did that in 19? Good for her. Well,
0: so she didn't do porn.
5: No, but I mean...
4: Topless in a magazine is kind of boring. In England,
0: it's they, borderline. that's been in the newspaper forever. Yeah, for real. As far as I know. I mean, they literally have put that in the newspaper in England forever. Topless women. The, How about this thing with the uh, NFL... Uh, the so progressive. The, the red-skinned cheerleaders are now claiming that during a photo shoot that they... And they didn't say who
5: made them do it,
0: but they, they did a topless cheerleader photo.
3: Nobody can make you yeah. do a topless photo. No.
5: Yeah, I don't know. I think I saw the story.
3: I can't make I don't you know what that's
0: all
5: about. Yeah, here we go. Uneasy photo shoot. Uh, there's
0: <laughs> some no, disagreement uneasy. about uneasy. what went down when the Washington Redskins cheerleading squad traveled to Costa Rica in 2013. According to the five unnamed women, Juliet Mac- Maker Makur spoke to for the New York Times, the trip ended up feeling exploitative. They were at the Occidental Grand Papagayo re- Resort for a calendar photo shoot. Some of the 36 women were required to take off their tops at times to facilitate the shots. Required. How? How do you facilitate? Yeah. You better take off your
3: you pants. Say, no, to I'm it. not going yes, to do this. Yes, you're blinding
0: the
2: camera. Yeah. None of us are trying to without this. a shirt on.
3: Yeah, let's do something else. A, That's all you got to
4: say. I know a past Eagles cheerleader, and they did
2: the band or the team. The band. The band. Yeah,
4: man. Um, and Joe. they went to, Coast, I think it was Costa Rica, and some of them had were topless. But they, like, covered really? up. It wasn't like their boobs were Still. out, but yeah. they covered but up. Why? But,
6: why? why? but I
4: don't know. Because why? they want to
3: sell calendars. And they
2: have to go to Costa Rica to take their clothes off?
0: Damn! what the hell is that all about?
3: I know. What I don't I understand
0: anyone or out. anything anymore. I
3: think it's I just, just a, a nice trip out. for the team When
4: or We something. had season tickets to the Vikings. Mm-hmm. We were right in front of the Vikings cheerleaders, mm-hmm. and people would like men, like middle-aged men, would always come down. It's always
3: the middle-aged ones,
4: and record them with their phones or just sit oh, there staring God, at them.
3: Yeah. I'm like it's
4: so creepy.
5: There's Ish. a lot of yeah messed weird. Up people.
2: It's weird how because a GoPro, nobody'd know. You could just kind of...
5: <laughs> yeah, <coughs> like you, or do. just dress up like a cop. And it's my body cam. Yeah. We have to wear it. Yeah, sorry. Maybe a hot dog here. I have to wear a body cam. <laughs> Did you know that the Spice Girls are the best-selling girl group ever? Of all time? Of all time yep. Yep. That's very no, the
3: Supremes have no. to be.
5: Supremes no. aren't Spice even close. Oh, not even what? close. What? The Spice Girls have sold four times as many. Oh, as the Oh, that makes Supremes. my heart hurt. That hurts. is weird. Those women it's... could sing, though. You got to give so the, Spice could the girls.
6: Supremes. The, well, yeah,
5: I, well, one of them could. It was. It Spice Girls. Then at two is the Andrews Sisters. Well, the thing
6: you from, have to Minnesota <laughs> from,
2: from Lake Minnetonka.
6: Uh, okay, Nine, Minnesota. The TLC, thing also realize... Destiny's
5: Child, Pussycat Dolls, AKB48, which strippers. is so they the are Pussycat
4: Dolls are
2: the Andrews Sisters are in second place. Oh, yeah, we got to oh. take a break.
4: The thi- oh,
5: I think a break. Break
0: time. We'll be right back. I'll
6: be right back to Tom Bernard, yeah.
2: <laughs> what the hell are you doing? You
0: think I'm weird. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry
1: I need love, 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 love to ease my mind. I need to find,
6: find someone to call man. But Mama said, okay, hurry, love. No, you just have to wait. She said, Love. Don't Was it Darlene
0: Love that sang the backing vocals on Gimme Me Me Shelter?
6: Take no,
2: that's uh, Marcy. You I mean the rape murder part? Yeah, her name was Marcy. I think, I think well, it's Marcy. It's not, no, not Darlene Love. Twenty feet from
0: stardom. She was twenty great. feet from stardom. Yeah. Phenomenal. She showed up wearing rollers it. at two o'clock yeah, in the
2: morning, pregnant
5: yep. and pregnant. Yeah. Yes. The Supremes actually did pretty poorly. Really? Twenty-nine albums. How is that possible? Twenty-nine albums, an average of about point
2: seven million sales per. Wow. Whereas the Spice Girls from... had
5: three albums and sold eighty-five million.
2: Oh my! <laughs> there God. was a time from what. Sixty-seven to sixty-nine. You couldn't turn the radio on and not hear this. Print. Exactly. It's That's
3: why it's so weird. Maybe they were. Well, maybe they just didn't keep track because it was women.
5: Or maybe it was before the <laughs> yeah, average person.
3: It could the be. The old
2: girls don't
7: count
3: theory. Yeah, exactly. It
5: might have been just because that was before the average person could easily just afford tons of music.
3: I was
4: going to say, like, music is so much more.
5: Yeah, it's easily way...
4: acquired. Know, but you could
3: have bought a forty-five. I mean, they were how much money even back then? A they dollar. were like 50 cents or something. Well, yeah, but
4: I mean, they were next to like nothing. right now, you can just, oh, I want that song. I like it. Yeah. I you don't have to go to the store. The like, and they sound fun. That's true. You know, it's Bana. so different than, yeah. like, the. Yeah. it's so much more intentional to go out and buy an album, and it's like a thing.
5: None of right. the best-selling, the only best-selling girl group after 1960 the end or before 1960s, the Andrews sisters
3: that's amazing to me, yeah,
0: ladies and gentlemen. Our very special guest, Bob Barry. How you doing, Bob?
3: I'm
9: doing good. Tom. How about you? Never better. Nice to talk with a legend of Minneapolis. Well, it's a, that's But yeah, that's but right, you're not Doug dead yet. and all over
0: the world. <laughs> Laugh at <laughs> Catherine.
6: Bob,
9: my own wife is stabbing me right in the back, it's unbelievable, but that's very you're kind of talking. You're talking about 45 What is a forty my neighbor asked me, the, the kid asked me, What's a forty
0: yeah, five? Yeah, they want to know a pistol.
9: who knows.
5: Right? And yeah, they don't know anymore, it's true. Nope. I have never once held wait, no. Yep, I held a forty five once. You guys
3: had a little record player. We did? Yep, you did. Oh, we have a record player.
5: Yep. The only time I remember holding a forty five is when we went to JB's like two years ago. Yeah, that's right. He does have them.
3: Is this a frisbee?
5: Bob Barry
0: ruled Milwaukee's airways in the 60s and 70s. The only time the Beatles performed there, Barry introduced them to the audience, and he was the only local personality who spent time in private with the Fab Four.
6: Lucky. If a
0: band or musician came to town, he met them with a microphone. Chuck Berry, The Animals, Wings, The Rolling Stones. The list goes on. His popular Bob Barry Calls the World segment entertained thousands with cold calls to famous personalities, including. Bob Hope, Sophia Loren, Elton John is here. How'd you ever come up with that idea, Bob? It's a great
9: idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, one day I was uh, sitting in the studio and I, I I'm just playing records and I thought, God, I'm, I'm not going to get any listeners. <laughs> and uh, somebody somebody said, well, why don't you, and this was before talk radio. I mean, there wasn't any talk right, radio right. in Milwaukee. And uh, So someone called, and uh, this lady called. She says, you know, why don't you try to call the president, you know, at the White House? And I said, "Uh, hey, you might be under something here. What would happen if you tried to call the president at the White House? And those were the days when you could call cold, and, uh, you know, nobody would complain. Uh, And then all of a sudden, the FCC clamped (laughs) down and said, no, 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 you don't do that anymore. So uh, anyway, I tried it, and I went through about five departments. (laughs) And finally, uh, they said, no way, you know. Uh, so, uh, it, and I thought, well, hey, this this might be a fun thing to do. So then I started to call the Prime Minister of Australia, <laughs> and uh, he was uh, sleeping, <laughs> of course, you know, our time and their time, and it was a big difference, so I don't know, it was three in the morning or something like that. And uh, he was very gracious, uh, you know. And I said, "Well, uh, you get a lot of calls like this." He said, "Yeah, a lot of idiots calling." <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice touch. You know, so, yeah. The book ordered cool. a pizza in Rome, and uh, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. And uh, and then I started calling celebrities, and uh, and that really that really worked out. Uh, the the ones that they seemed to like the best were the ones that were that hung up on me uh, like Ingrid Bergman and Cher and uh Oswald's mother and uh Peter Falk uh,
3: He hung up on Diana.
9: you? Yeah. Peter yeah, Falk I woke, did. Peter That's Falk. Colombo. I That's woke him up. Bad. He answered a couple of questions and uh, he was, you know, he was asleep. I mean, he was oh, out okay. completely. And uh then I asked him to do a voice track for me. He said, you didn't wake me up at this time of the morning for me to do that, did you? Talk to you later, Bob.
3: (laughs) How did did you get their numbers back then?
9: I used to get them from all... Uh, kinds of sources. I, I I subscribed to a service that would give you numbers because you know they're all trying to promote something, as you know. Yeah, it's
0: true. Yeah. And
9: uh, so you know it was pretty easy to to get the uh, the numbers. And then uh, I sub- subscribed to all the newspapers in the area, like uh, you know the Chicago Tribune and the Times and all that stuff, and the local papers, and and they would list where they're staying.
3: Oh you know? my God! They, they're staying at the Palmer Can't House do that or anymore. whatever
9: in Chicago. And uh oh, that was, that was and and then of course you call them cold and you know, like Jaja Gabor answered the phone next said, this Bob Berry calling live from W O K Y Milwaukee. Uh you know, they're they're just they don't know what to say. God uh,
0: legendary radio station by the way,
9: Walkie Radio, W O K Y. Yeah, it is it is no longer though. Too nah, bad I it's, know. Uh, station now. Got W T M J
0: uh, still, don't you?
9: Yeah, that's uh, that's, they're still strong. Of course, there, there's a couple of talk, uh, TMJ and ISN are the talk right. radio stations right. down, and they, uh, they,
0: you know, they do, they do all right. Now, uh, the book is called Rock and Roll Radio: Milwaukee Stories from the Fifth Beatle. It's one of the, Bob, I, I tell you, one of the, one of the things I've been in, for, in radio for 48 years now, and one of the great things about being in radio is every town has its legendary radio people and legendary radio stories. I won't bring up a name. You can bring up the name if you want, but there was a certain program director in Milwaukee who used to go to a bar across the street from the radio station. So much <laughs> that he had a phone installed at the bar <laughs> instead. Of, is that not <laughs> true? Oh, the, that there was a red phone. It was a red phone. It was too. a red phone. Oh,
3: the hotline. <laughs> He had a hotline in the bar. He
0: had a hotline at the bar instead of in
9: the radio station. Damn. He
6: can't
3: get away with that stuff anymore. He
9: spent more time over there than he did at the radio station. And that's where he came up with all his ideas. I mean, you know, the people in the bar would talk about things, and he'd say, hey, that's a great idea, you know, and and he'd he'd do it. Uh, Or what, you know, and he'd do a survey, you know, well, what songs do you like? What radio programs do you listen to? And he'd that that was just fantastic, you know at that time that was really uh,
6: uh
9: you know a pioneer in the in the business
0: but that that's the great thing about radio those those legendary stories about like you know you doing what you did and I guess I can use the name Jim Jim doing what he
9: did and uh, well and the uh, and i think uh, and we didn't mention his name, but George wilson and some some in your area might have heard of him if they were in radio of course uh because he was uh, legendary. He won a Program Director of the Year award, Billboard yep. uh, magazine, yep. and, and so he was uh, he was something else. Man, I miss him. Yeah, uh, uh, no, there's no doubt time. about it. I, I was
0: very lucky in that back in the day, many, many years ago, in the 70s, I got to sit down once in a while with Larry Lujak and talk to him. He's oh, one wow. of the greats of all time. Radio yep. is just my favorite radio story of all time, though, Bob. Is the real Don Steele at KHJ in Los Angeles? Mm, talk about a legend! Talk about a legend! There's a the, in LA. There's the Steel Bridge, and he Jeez. blocked the bridge by turning his car sideways and told people, "Get the hell off of my bridge!"
3: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> did he go to jail? Oh
0: yes, he did. <laughs> yes, okay. he did indeed go to jail for that. Oh, but geez. for that
3: little <laughs> stunt,
0: I just I love Bob. Where, do you remember that first big break that you got? Because there is a lot of people, men and women, who are very, very good at radio, but they never got that big break like you did and I did and so, so many other people. Do you remember what that was?
9: Well, the uh, the, the first break I got, uh, I had worked at a small station, uh, Hartford, Wisconsin, and uh, then uh, there was a program director at WMP here that was driving around listening to Small radio stations, and he heard me, and he called me, and he said, "You know, we'd like you to work at WEMP for the summer relief." And I was living in Milwaukee, so mm-hmm. hey, yeah, I don't have to take that thirty-mile drive every day. That'll be great. So uh, I came into uh, to WEMP, and then while I was uh, let's see, I worked there for a while, and then I worked uh, I worked for WRIT. They went automated, and uh, you know, long story short, uh, I went worked for the Journal Sentinel, and then. Uh, there was uh, one day when a program director asked me if I'd like to do summer relief for WLKY, so I came in and I did that. And then on a Sunday afternoon, a, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the name Lee Gray, but he was uh, pretty popular here right. at that yep. time. Good, good uh, uh, afternoon, Jack. And So he, <laughs> with the Bradford beaches full of uh, bikini-clad people on a hot uh, August Uh, afternoon and he goes on the air and introduces eddie hodges girls are made to love as girls are made to lay and Uh the program director called the engineers said cut his mic i'm coming in to finish his show he called me and said you want a full-time job there it is uh, i got my full-time job and then of course in 64 i get this call from a guy in chicago saying uh, i'm bringing the beatles into milwaukee and we know that you're popular, uh, and you play a lot of Beatle records, so we'd like you to emcee the show. And I said, what does it pay? And he said, I don't pay <laughs> anything. You any of the emcees. You are a radio guy, that, Bob. That's awesome. I'll take a pass. I said, I have been making like 200 250 for all of these oh, concerts, yeah. Dave Clark Five and Hermit's Hermit's and all you sure. know. Right so uh, so I, I hung up, and the, the music director, Arlene Choir, said, what was that all about? And I told her, and she said, you call him back and tell him you'll do it. You know, she says, look at this. And she opened Cashbox and Billboard magazines, And it was just full of the Beatles in mm-hmm. Europe and how popular they were. So he called him back. And uh, luckily, um, he had called in, uh, another guy to do it from WRIT. And I said, uh, he said, let me call him back, and I'll tell him to introduce the warm-up acts and then introduce you. <laughs> so can you imagine introducing a guy from your opposition you know, <laughs> oh, this God. huge concert, eleven thousand eight hundred and thirty-eight screaming kids. Uh, that was that, that was the biggest break. And can you imagine if the music director had not been in that? Mm-hmm. You know, a, a, at the time when I talked to this guy, uh, my whole life would have uh, would have changed. No, it's
0: very true, and that, that, and that's exactly. As a matter of fact, I just talked to Dave Hamilton yesterday. Uh, all those years ago, Catherine uh, called me. I was living in, we were, well, I was, I was in New York at our, we had a house at 20th Street and 2nd Avenue and, and back in Minneapolis, and she called and said, we're going to have a baby in 1986, she called me in April, and I said, oh, well, we can't really raise a baby in Manhattan, so I, as I literally put the, back then, uh, for people under the age of 35, <laughs> you used to put the phone back on a cradle.
6: Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what you did
0: and i put the phone back in the cradle the second i put it down it rang and it was dave hamilton he said do you have any interest in getting back into radio because we need a morning guy at kqrs i said yeah that sounds good he said well i i could probably you know pay you okay i'm not what you're making now obviously but i can pay you okay as long as you promise to stay for six months and I'm now in my 33rd year of working wow. at KQRS. It's unbelievable. Oh, that is, yeah. But it's yeah, just that the timing of that whole thing, because if he had called a day earlier, I would have said, nah, I really don't want to. Things are going really well in New York. But, hey, we can't raise a baby in New York. So it, it, the timing of it was just unbelievable. Um, that's well, It's just one of those things about radio. I thought Steve Dahl and I have become really good friends because I think he is the greatest of all time. Yeah. He is amazing. Uh, you know, Howard is. Stern and I and many other people kind of emulated what Steve Dahl invented. But he's just a straight-ahead guy, funnier than hell. Just, It's a great business. We got very, very
9: lucky, didn't we? Yeah, we sure did. Did you know uh, Bob Collins?
0: I did not, no.
9: Okay, Bob Collins was at uh, GN. Right, and, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he ended up, on, you know, ended up on the morning show, and then, of course, he had that tragic uh, plane crash. But uh, I was offered that job in in GN, and it started, it was a split shift first from uh, 4 until uh, 7 and, or, uh, wait a minute, now, 2 to to 4 and 7 to (laughs)
6: 9. Really? (laughs) Yeah.
9: And uh, I said, geez, I've got a family, you know, just like you, you know. Yeah. I I thought it over. and talked it over with the family, and I decided not to take it. Well, then they called Bob Collins, who was out of work. He was in Florida mm-hmm. and uh, down to his last dime, and he hopped on his motorcycle from uh, and, and drove from on his motorcycle from Florida to Chicago. And uh, he did the audition, and they, his audition was, you know, really the southern thing that he did. And, uh, and they said, no way, you know, he's a little risky, you know. For GN and uh, one of the program directors says, "No, I think he'll be great." And so they hired him, and that's that's how Collins been there forever. Uh, Bob, and, we have to get you
0: back on the show because there are about 15 more questions I want to ask you. So I want to reach out and book you again if that's all right.
9: That would be great. That would be great. And by the way, the uh, the proceeds from the book are uh, going to uh, donate Life Wisconsin and the Angels funds for kids. So um, I really appreciate uh, anybody who picks up the book. It's a wonderful thing.
0: I will reach out again very soon, my friend. Thank you. Okay, thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.